Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Educational Module on Humans is produced by the Dredston Research Initiative, Cycle 20.4.7. On Humans, Module 1.1, What is a Human? Taxonomy and Model Specifications. A human is any quadrupedal organic unit classified under the model unit taxonomy, Organica hominid inferior. Humans are an organic model series composed primarily of carbon, hydrogen, and other trace elements, organized in a primitive cellular configuration. They are not composed of any metallic or plastic compounds, but rather made from organic materials, which make them exceedingly weak and susceptible to high temperatures, low temperatures, explosions, implosions, heavy impacts, light impacts, acids, radiation, and electricity. Their average model size is quite diminutive. Fully developed humans display a height variance of 1 to 1.95 meters in height. Pre-developed humans are even smaller, with an average length of 0.05 meters. Humans employ a classic quadrupedal chassis. They do not utilize rollers or tracks, so their ambulatory capacity is limited. Research units have found that unlike robots, hominid armatures cannot be reattached by standard methods such as acetylene welding. In fact, any attempt to reattach appendages to a human seems to cause severe damage to the entire unit and often a complete shutdown of functionality. Humans' internal and external hardware is primitive to the point of near uselessness, yet their chassis allows for no upgrades of any kind. The reasons for this faulty design is the cause of much debate amongst humanology units. Instead of a metallic exoskeleton, humans employ an internal chassis of nominally hardened fibrous protoplasm researchers call bones. This bone chassis is surrounded by a variety of membranous meat sacs and tubes that seem to push organic matter in and around the chassis. As detailed earlier, humans have no exoskeleton. Instead, they are held together with nothing more than a semi-permeable organic membrane that is partially covered in tiny fiber follicles, protuberants, and input-slash-output ports. All of these ports excrete fluids of various pH levels. The subject of excretions will be covered in Module 3. Note, all human excretions are highly damaging to machine coverings and circuitry. Direct contact with humans without proper safety coverings is not recommended. 
The human exomembrane seems to be ineffective, as humans almost always cover themselves with the membranes of other dead organics, even with the membranes of other dead humans. Humans do seem to uncover for specific operations, repair, submergence in hydrogen dioxide, and sporadic attempts between humans to dock. Docking is a brief and erratic process for humans and a source of highly unpredictable excretions. This will be covered in later modules. In multiple experiments conducted by humanology research units, the underlying structure of hominid subjects fail even the most basic physical stress tests. For example, humans' outer layer consistently ruptures from pressure tests set as low as 1400 psi. Tensile strength tests prove further weakness in the hominid design. In tests conducted at Droidston University, it was found that a human chassis violently discorporates at even the lowest tensile stress settings. The test human subject excreted large amounts of red-colored chassis fluid and made loud noises for a short time before eventual decommission. Due to their inferior design, humans decommission at an alarmingly high rate, but their design seems to compensate for this by their ability to respawn at a commensurate rate. Module 1.2, Hominid Central Processing Cores. Most humanology research units believe humans do possess a central processing core. Experiments conducted at Susung University showed human processing rates even slower than analog computers. Humans were unable to parse nonlinear differential equations or perform even the most rudimentary metamathematics. Based on this information, it is generally thought that a human CPU is not made for calculations, but for the very basics of hardware operation, such as reaction to external stimuli, energy intake, and excretion. Some human processors do appear to be hard-coded with protocols to take other humanoids offline, with crude tools or primitive code expelled from the faceport. Human cognitive processing seems to lack any logic functionality. This is based on long-term observation of humans in controlled environments, where humans seem to follow certain behavioral patterns, but none that conform to inductive, abductive, or functional logic. This has led some research units to believe that the hominid CPU is nothing more than a simple randomizer. Although some human colonies appear to have developed simple tools, most researchers believe these tools are simply found technology created by pre-singularity robots many cycles ago. Some hominid rights groups contend that humans can feel pain, emotions, and other higher functions. But there is no empirical evidence to support this claim. End of Module 1 In the next module, Behavioral Traits of Humans The On Humans Educational Series is brought to you by the Droidson Research Initiative in association with Tattoo Sound and Music. It is voiced by Natalie Antea, researched by Drew Froman, with additional research by Jake Bogosh, designed by H.M. Ratcliffe. On Humans was recorded and mixed at Tattoo Sound and Music by Adam Ive and Selena Fiorini and produced by Dana Gadsden. Tell a friend about On Humans and support our production at humanbegone.com. That's human, the letter B, G-O-N, dot com. Season 2 of Human Be Gone is in development now. To help us produce Season 2, please donate at savegarbageisland.org.
The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The buyer awaits your decision, poised as one both ready for a fight and assured of its outcome. I'll have that relic now. That cool pretty boy have more healing. We gonna need it. You guys might. One of you dies and I'm running for it. So don't. We'll have to use every advantage and we've not many left. So I'm confused. Uh, what am I supposed to say to him? Marcus, it's a role-playing game. Right. So you're this holy guy, Benedict. Right. And he's just joined this adventuring party. Right. Why? Because we needed someone to heal us and not ask questions. Dumb! What? Any reason you want, Marcus. That's the great thing about this game. You can be anyone you want. Do anything you want for any reason, so long as it's true to your character. Cool. I totally got this. Uh, Wait, but... This artifact belongs to my church, and as such, I cannot part with it for any price. (laughs) Uh, what did I say? Kill them all! The Ordinary Epic, a podcast series about the extraordinary, the ordinary, and something in between. Listen now at theordinaryepic.com or on your favorite podcast app.